This is Take a Cue, episode 20. Welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Jen Wise, fourth and fifth grade instrumental music teacher. And I'm Eric Dunno, eighth grade band and jazz band director. We are two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching music in New Jersey public schools between the two of us. And we are excited to bring teaching experience and insights to you. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you grow with new ideas and perspectives about music education and teaching. We hope that you'll be just as inspired as we are every time you listen. Before we begin, if you enjoy our podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps people find our show who haven't yet, and we'd really appreciate it. If you find that you get a lot out of our episodes, we'd be grateful if you considered becoming a monthly supporter to help us grow the podcast. You can sign up to make a secure monthly payment using the link in our show notes or on our Anchor site, anchor.fm slash take a cue. That's all one word. Also, if you have questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media. We are Take a Cue Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hey, Jen, it's getting toward that time of the year. We're in the fourth marking period. It's yep. kind of great for those of us with four marking periods. Yeah. We're in the fourth marking period. We've got uh, concerts coming up. We're starting to think about June. Festival I don't know season. How this happened. Oh yeah. I know. It's I, I can't believe it. The year went the year went so fast. Um and uh but yeah, I we're I the school year's winding down. It's really crazy, you know. Um, I don't feel like it's winding down yet. But okay. I can definitely see it coming. <laughs> yeah, I see the light. I see the end. <clears throat> I know, I know. I hear you. I and uh, it's it's it's, but it's coming like a freight train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for me yes, anyway. So, so how's yeah. everything going with your concert prep and all that? Uh, it's good. We're rolling. Um, uh, you know, we had a little a little bump. Um, in April, I came back from spring break with, uh, some issues with my eye, um, had to go out for surgery. So, um, I'll, you know, see the band soon. <laughs> um, oh, man. you know, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be a real, uh, sprint to the finish, I think for, for me this year, but you know, we're, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna have a great, great concert season. How about you guys? Everything's going well. I mm-hmm. the the group is kind of going uh you know at a, at a good pace. We're mm-hmm. working on our festival music for the beginning of June with uh that's in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we're working on our concert music which is May 18th, so less than a month away. Yep. I told that to the kids the other day. They looked completely shocked oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that it was less than a month away. Uh-huh. Especially our jazz band kids who have, a, I think, four rehearsals left. Yeah. Um, so you know, so that's a little, uh, that's a little tricky. But uh, but yeah, it's no, it's going well. You know, we have uh, Brendan's student teacher is still still hanging with us, and uh, he's there every day and mm-hmm. learning a lot. He got up in front of Brendan's group the other day because Brendan was out. Okay. And so I was in there as like the teacher who had to be in the room. Right. The uh, certified really, person. Yeah. Yeah. He really ran the entire rehearsal uh, program or for that, that period and uh, did a great job. So it's nice seeing him grow. Good. Nice seeing, um, you know, my, my students are, are hopefully still in it. I know some of them have already checked out, like starting to check out mm-hmm. mentally, like they're already on summer mode. Yeah. Um, so trying to keep them interested and engaged, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's going, it's going very well. Yeah, we got good news and bad news this week. The good news is we didn't use all our snow days, right? So we got the Friday back before Memorial Day. So we'll have a nice four-day weekend. The bad news, that's the last rehearsal before my concert. Ah! (laughs) And it stinks to have your concert the day after you get back from a long weekend as it is. But oh, so. Oh, my gosh. uh, Jen, that's wild. (laughs) I know. So when you were like, oh, yeah, our concert's May 18th and we have four rehearsals left. Mine's May 31st and I have four rehearsals left oh, man. <laughs> so all of a sudden all of a sudden so um i'm not panicking i'll sleep i swear <laughs> um but <laughs> it's uh yeah you know like i said a, it'll be a sprint to the finish with a, yeah. a lovely four-day memorial day weekend in between yes. <laughs> i'm so looking forward to it i don't yeah. even care if i it's it's the week before our um our festival <laughs> That's so right. um, i'm with you there on losing a rehearsal yeah yeah i hear you 
But, but, uh, um, but yeah, oh, wow. we're going to make it through. Mm-hmm. The kids are going to be awesome because they always are. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, for, for the, in the meantime, I, I really love this topic you came up with for this month. Um, our, we're, we're asking uh, the people of the, the fine people of the band directors group, um, we're asking each other, what is your why? And uh, we, Eric asked, what is your real why? Not just, you know, the picture perfect interview uh, why that we discussed yeah. last month with uh, John Leister. If you haven't checked it out, we talked um, all about uh, interviewing and getting that first job and putting yourself out there, getting into your first uh, teaching position. But, but now it's like, Why? Why yeah, are you after there? 15, 20 plus mm-hmm. years. What is your why? Has it changed? Mm-hmm. I, I think we had a really great conversation uh, on this episode, Jen, you and I, about mm-hmm. how our whys have changed over time. Yeah. And, and some of the things that haven't changed. Right. We also got to dive into some of the comments from our colleagues uh, yeah. out there in the US um, and uh, talking about their whys. Mm-hmm. I think it was great. I really yeah. enjoyed sort of doing this toward the end of the year, you know, where things start to get a little, uh, we're just kind of scrambling to mm-hmm. make the concerts happen. And then, you know, we're, we're stuck kind of going at a hundred percent all the time. Mm-hmm. It's nice to kind of take a moment and remember the why. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, I think, you know, hopefully uh, you'll all relate to something that comes up today and be like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. Or, mm. uh, or you know, yeah, I do like that part of what I do. And, um, you know, but uh, if you if you hear something and you want to chime in on social media and let us know where you're at, we love to hear from you all the time. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. We hope this is inspirational to you mm-hmm. as you uh, kind of barrel toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> as much as it was to uh, to us to kind of unpack that. Yeah. So, all right, let's get to it. Let's let's, let's talk it. about our why. Jen, I love at the end of the year kind of reminding ourselves because we're in the thick of the year, of the end of the year, we've got concerts coming up. We've got you know, festivals coming up and all this good stuff. And I think it's really great to take a few moments. What, how, how did you start out when you went off to college and you were like, I want to be a band director. What was your why then? Mm-hmm. I'm curious, like where you started out. Cause I know for me, I have a very different why now than I did then. My why has evolved for sure, definitely. And at that at that point, um, I was one of those people that like got the call to teach. Like I woke up and said, "Okay, I'm going to be a teacher." And like all along the way, people had been like hinting at it, you know, like like oh, I you know, because we we I we were doing the whole PBL probably based learning thing in my my high school, and I had a couple teachers say, "Wow, you know, the way you work with your peers, that, like you know that." You, you could maybe, you know, be a, a good teacher, an educator or someone, you know, like some kind of people leader type, you know, and, oh, that's nice. And then you move on and you do the next project. And then um, uh, I always did like summer camps in high school. And, you know, um, I liked certain age groups and, uh, you know, I liked working with with kids. And I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. And then I taught private flute lessons uh, at you know, my friend's summer camp and I taught, you know, on the side, some lessons in high school. It's like, Oh, I kind of like teaching music. I kind of like that moment where the kid like gets it, you know, and we all know like the, the aha moment and that, you know, but experiencing that in, in high school, that was kind of my, my why for, and then the light bulb moment, right? The light bulb moment where you're just, you I literally woke up one day and was like, Oh yeah, I have to apply to schools to go be a teacher. Were there other (laughs) things on your mind up to that point where you're like, maybe this is what I want to go into? Yeah, two things. I was going to be Katie Couric. Um, (laughs) I was going to be a journalist. I was going to, you know, interview interesting people and uh, help change people's ideas about the world. And I was going to do that and I was going to do it on TV. So um, now you're just doing it on a podcast. That's right. I still get to talk to everybody and and, uh, share ideas with great people. And we just we we do it here. This is cool. Um, and the other thing I thought I might do was like be um, a science writer, um, like write up people's research and do just um, like that kind of thing. I, I really I loved um, like when I took lessons um, 
in at Juilliard and everything, I'd get in there early and I'd go to the Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble, like right across from Lincoln Center. And uh, I'd sit there in like the the science periodicals and just like read things that came out. And I loved like my, my, my lesson was on, I think it's Tuesdays when the Science Times comes out. My lesson was on Tuesday. So I, I'd get the Science Times like right there and sit there and read it. Like I, I, you know, so there I am studying at Juilliard Weekly thinking about being a science writer. It was like the little disconnect. But anyway, so then I had that aha moment and I went, I excitedly that morning went to my high school choir director, John Barno. And I said, Mr. Barno, I'm going to be a music teacher. He said, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he, that, that, he has that kind of sense of humor. Um, yeah. And, uh, and the, you know, the rest is history. But I did apply for schools as like uh, an elementary ed person. And um, I applied for music and I got in for both. And it wasn't mm-hmm. really until like, uh, you know, I got accepted to a program where I thought I'd do well that I, it was like, okay, definitely music, but I, I got that call to teach first. So but it sounds like you've always had the desire to make a difference in one way or another. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely want to, um, help kids find something out about themselves. That was a big, you know, a big motivator for me, you know, whether I could articulate that at 16 or 17 or not, but, um, yeah, helping the people around me, you know, kind of discover themselves is a, a big one. Um, how about you? What was your perspective back then? I loved band. And uh, I had been working like you at a summer camp since I was 14. Mm-hmm. And um, I think through that summer camp um, counselor experience, I realized that it was maybe a, maybe a strength working with younger children getting them excited about something about Mm -hmm. music or about performing. I also did drama when I was at that camp. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I loved music like performing myself. And I think I was good at working with children. So I think it was kind of a, you know, just one step led to another and it was just kind of, you know, made sense as to where to go. I also thought that I might go into public relations Mm-hmm. Uh, in some way, or perhaps programming, computer programming. I've That's always liked, you know, working with technology and computers. So hmm. who knows? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it was. I, I really enjoyed being in front of a group of kids and getting them excited about something that I was excited about myself, mm-hmm. and seeing them get really interested and excited too. I think I was probably a pretty good salesman. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. So when I decided, you know, what am I going to go to school for? I honestly thought that I was going to go to college for music performance and, you know, education was a good backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of people out there. There are a lot of people out that there that think that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I was just, I, I was thinking that as you were talking, I was like, Oh, it's funny because like, you know, for us, like, you know, musician types, hardworking types, artists, whatever. It's just what you do and who you are to practice a million hours a day and yeah. perfect that audition piece and do that. So, you know, to to get into this, you like you may not know at the time how invested you really are, yeah. <laughs> you know, in your own musicianship and 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 all that. And you, you know, know, it's a really good point. You just don't really think twice about it. It's just the way things are. Right. And you it's just a, do it. Yeah. It's kind of the path you the the path you 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 take. And you know, um when you get that like full ride scholarship in your in your mail to go be an elementary teacher and then you're like I don't, I think I'm gonna just go play my instrument instead. Thank you. And then you're like, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things. Like you just, cause it, 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 it's part of it is it, it, it's who you are, right. Yeah. Is to be that, to be that musician, to be that person, um, that, you know, and, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how, that's how I got there. And I think for some of our, you know, listeners that, chimed in on social media they said some of the things that we've already said like you know 
I was, I was good at it and I liked that, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, yeah. and, uh, and same like that, that was pretty motivating for me at that time for sure. You yeah. Know? For our <laughs> listeners, we're going to kind of get to, um, some of our colleagues, um, thoughts on this matter in a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, we posed the question to our Facebook band director group and we're going to kind of, you know, uh, share out some of their thoughts too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jen, I'm kind of curious, like once you got to college, mm-hmm. did you find that anything changed as far as your, your why, like, why did you want to be a music teacher? Uh, you know, yeah, I think, I think your professors really do, um, influence your why while you're in that, you know, that place in your life. <clears throat> um, I know for a fact I would not have made it if it weren't for the cohort I was with. Mm. Not, there's no chance. There is zero chance I would have made it through five years of, of music school if it wasn't for, for, for the people I was with. And like, um, for me, like, so I did marching band, right. I got pulled in right away to that community on campus. And, um, I did marching band through, through high school and everything. And, I did drum corps and that tells you a lot, like it does kind of tell you a lot about me is that like, besides like wanting to be a good musician and liking working with kids, like I was kind of there for the hang too. Mm. <laughs> like that's, I really have to say when, when you, when you, you know, came up with this idea and put this out there for me, that was like the number one thing I had to admit to myself before we had this conversation is like, I'm going to have to tell everybody that my true why is that I'm in it for the hang. <laughs> is that like I was there uh, and I, you know, um, I, I fell in with some really great musicians and really motivated people. And I'm not sure if if that hadn't happened that I would have survived music school because um, it's a lot and you have to just immerse yourself. Right. So um, I think I think that really that really helped like propel me through that part of my journey. A hundred percent. Jen, do you follow or, or at least are you aware of Adam Neely? Um, like, is that the Adam's ruins everything guy? Oh no, no, that's okay. Adam Conover. Oh, okay. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> Adam Neely is a, uh, a bassist in Manhattan and he's a YouTuber. Okay. And he had a great, um, he has a whole bunch of great videos. If our listeners haven't, ta- haven't, uh, heard of Adam Neely, go look him up on YouTube. Okay. Uh, but he has a great video where he talks about his experiences being a jazz ambassador for the United States. He was mm. actually uh, sent by the United States State Department okay. to Mongolia as an ambassador for the United States. And he sort of chronicled his mm-hmm. experience in a video on YouTube. And one of his main points that he makes is that that people really talk about the self-expression and the glorification of self Mm -hmm. when it comes to music. Yeah. And his experience really reminded him of the community building aspect of music. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're totally dead on that. And I completely agree that it was all about the interpersonal connections made while performing and while being in class Mm -hmm. and wanting to bring that to my students when I got out of college. So I think that, you know, that kind of changed for me Mm -hmm. in college. It sounds very similar to your experience that it was all about the hang. It was about making those interpersonal connections with Mm -hmm. people through music. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, uh, I got my first experience with that in after, junior year of high school I went to a sleepaway summer music camp one week uh, got thrown right into a woodwind quintet and a flute ensemble and um, then after hours we came we created a little um, Jethro Tull cover group and I got to play you know the flute part and I love that and oh it's so cool and I was like oh my gosh if if music school is like half of this I'm in you know um and like that was that was like one of the again I learned so much that week and um and the those relationships I I built then like I still keep in touch with some of those people that were in those ensembles that summer you know it's amazing um and you know if it weren't for like uh you know some of our our friends coming up with like 
inappropriate lyrics to Berlioz and, you know, dancing around the the dorms, you know, to Beethoven's Sixth Symphony. And I, I you know, I don't know, like how I would have, I would have done it like the yeah. I love that music, but I love it even more picturing, um, you know, my friends just like, you know, uh, like, lear- like slogging through music history together, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I think back in college mm-hmm. and tell me if you experienced this, this as well, mm-hmm. when you were back in school, I, I really felt like, and I think that Tom, Jen's husband for our mm-hmm. listeners who might not have heard the episode kind of touched on this in mm-hmm. his episode as well. Um, in that you, he wanted to create like a legacy and create, you know, build this program and make a name for himself. Yeah. And I feel like when I was in college, there was there was also that mm-hmm. desire sure. to be in a program and kind of make a name for myself. And right. you know, I I would go to the conferences and hear about these great educators who would go and tour the country and work with right. all these bands and you know, everybody knew their name. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, was there also at that part for you as well, Jen? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, uh, I, I was fortunate to work with some of those people, like work with their color guards and, you know, work with them, some of those people pretty closely right in the beginning of college. And, um, I was like, wow, these people are still learning. Like I, mm. I got to, I got to see that right away. I think that was really helpful for me. Um, uh, but yeah, I left school like on fire. I'm going to come back to New Jersey and I'm just going to light the place up and I'm going to have the biggest and best beginning band in North Jersey. And, <laughs> you know, it just like, yeah, you, you, you get that, like you, you, you do, you want to build this like uh, model program and where you land, you know, some people are do that and others, um, have a whole lot to talk about on a podcast, um, <laughs> you know, Jen, because we've you, been through it all. You have a you whole know? lot to talk about so, and you have one of the premier elementary events in the uh, state. So well, there you go. It doesn't, did start there, you know, so, um, and I definitely, you know, like I said, I, I couldn't have done it without like making all that music with, with the great people around me and having yeah. them like, you know, they pick you up when you, fail your first promotional jury. I'm sure we'll come back around to that someday. But <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, I, th- I feel like somebody was talking about, and I wish I remember who I was talking to about this. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I read it online and they said, you know, when you're in high school and you decide you want to be a music teacher, it's not enough to just love band mm-hmm. or love music. Yeah. You got to be a hard worker. You got to love working hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that was a really interesting and thought provoking comment. I wish I knew who said that. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I, I feel like for me, I didn't quite understand that in high school and maybe at least a bit in undergrad as well. Mm-hmm. I loved music and I love band and that's what I wanted to do. And that's why I wanted to be a band director. Yeah. Um, but the hard work kind of came later. Okay. <laughs> it sounds to me like you kind of got into that. You knew, you knew it in a, I, you know, an earlier age. I kind of did. Yeah. You know, I, I was, I, I, and they're all listeners. So I was, I'll, I'll say it out loud. I was surrounded by some really, really hardworking people. Mm. educators who weren't afraid Mm. to tell me how hard they were working (laughs) and you could see all over their face and their families and you know how they how they went about their day like how invested they were in in the program in front of them and um uh, i just yeah i kind of i kind of knew what i was getting myself into but um you know like i said all along the way i had had it was all they were all good people uh, that I was surrounded with. So it was like, Oh, sure. I'll live. I'll join this club. Like, did you have that kind of support through, through college and everything? Did you get that um, from your professors and everything or? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, The professors at Ithaca at the time were, were phenomenal. I mean, this was 20 years ago. I can't, I don't really. Hello, thunderstorm. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> Friends, there's a tornado warning here tonight, so yeah, uh, things wild. might get a little dicey. So, yeah. Um, so, at any rate, yes, absolutely. And I, I'm, I was saying, I, I haven't been back to Ithaca. I don't really know a lot of the professors that are there now. A lot of my professors have retired mm-hmm. or moved on to other uh, other places. But at the time, 
at least I felt so supported and it was really kind of eye opening the mm. amount of time and effort that was required. Um, I didn't really understand that going into school. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a rude awakening that this was what was expected. Sure. Um, at least at a, at a school, you know, with a conservatory atmosphere, I found myself appreciating the time and the effort that my teachers had put into helping me find something that I love doing. I think that I was really inspired by my private teachers um, as well as my band directors. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great private teacher who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago, uh, Pete Potosky here in Northern New Jersey, who was a school teacher, but then also retired and then just did lessons. And he taught my sister flute and he taught me saxophone. And I saw the work and the time and the effort he put into his students. And, uh, and that was really inspiring, uh, to me as well as my band directors. As a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, one of our colleagues is, um, currently at the high school, but he was my fourth grade band director. So I, you know, I still, I still remember the time, you know, it's these moments that stick with you as a kid that really are formative. Our colleague Amadeo was my fourth grade band director. And Mm -hmm. I remember playing love potion number nine as a solo with him on piano and me on saxophone at the fourth grade band concert. Wow. Wow. And, uh, and, you know, (laughs) like things like that Mm -hmm. matter. Yeah. They really are, they, they are indelible Mm -hmm. into our students' memories. And that's something that I want to provide for my students too. So as you were going through college, Jen, (laughs) now you've kind of like, you've, you've been in this atmosphere of, you know, the ivory tower. Mm-hmm. everybody is gung-ho about music and yeah. music ed and yes, let's go change the world through music. Mm-hmm. Do you find that once you got out and started teaching that your why has changed since then? Uh, you know, <laughs> sorry, that was, <laughs> that was a, that was a loaded question. A tough a, question but, I no, know. you know, so when I first got out and I was still like teaching uh, marching band for pennies, mm. um, uh, two, three bands at a time, um, I still in it for the hang, you know, I didn't yeah. have kids at home or a dog even. Um, <laughs> and you know, I could still, still hang on a Friday night and do the football game and yeah. go out after. And that kept me, you know, pushing me through the week and we could do what you and I do on here. And we could talk about my, you know, beginning clarinets squeaking the heck. And, yeah. you know, we could, we could, like, I was still, I still was lucky enough um, to have that great sports system and coming back here to New Jersey uh, and, you know, having my own experiences from UConn and, and coming back here and just getting, you know, immersing myself in, uh, you know, the culture back here was, was pretty motivating for, for me. You know? Yeah. And we're um, really lucky that we are in an area that's so densely populated that, we yeah. are so close to so many of our colleagues geographically. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom and I counted here in uh, Booton. Yeah. There are no less than a dozen band directors. Sure. Like, not just like music teachers. There are a dozen band directors that live in my town. Yeah. It's wild. Morris County is crazy. Yeah. So, it, it's the same. I, you know, I live in Morris County too, but a little more south. I live mm-hmm. in Morristown, and there's definitely five or six band directors that live in town. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, even within a half an hour, there's probably a hundred band directors mm-hmm. that I could call up and say, Hey, you want to go for dinner and hang? Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you know, it's just, we're so lucky that yeah. we have that support system. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think that's definitely important mm-hmm. and definitely part of my why Yeah. now, obviously we love teaching children and, and we love, yeah. you know, imparting. Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. We'll circle you know, back our, to them. So I, uh, our love kidding. of music, <laughs> yeah. but no, that's a really important part. Like I think that is one of our, at least for me and I'm, I'm guessing for you too, Jen, yeah. that that's part of our why is that we have that support system that we're able to still keep in touch with people. It's a big one. And like for me, a, a motivator for starting a master's program, um, you know, I taught, I guess, three years, four years. Um, and in, in Connecticut, just keep your certification. You have to get a certain number of credits towards your master's in your first five years of mm-hmm. out in the field. And I was like, well, if I'm going to hang on to my Connecticut certificate, I'll just, I'll take a few credits. And then um, it was like, well, how am I going to do that? Oh, okay. Let me just go to the 
closest university where I can meet the most people like close to me. And like, that was a motivator even for me to, you know, get into the master's program I was, sure. uh, you know, going to do. And um, so, uh, cause like you can do it any number of ways here in New Jersey, you can do it online, you can go in person, you could do it over the summer, you can do classes here and there. Um, but, uh, you know, I did like a summer intensive uh, program and just like spent, you know, um, eight, 10 weeks, 12 weeks a year, you know, with people, you know, in, in the field, like locally, you know, I thought that was, that was, that was a motivating thing after the first few years, you know? Oh, absolutely. To have that kind of support system. I mean, we feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I know that my colleagues, even in a different district, are excited about something, mm-hmm. that feeds my excitement and my enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think there's something to be said for that. I think yeah. we're really fortunate to be where mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, and you know, um, coming back to something else, you know, you said earlier, like I getting to you know hear the ideas from other people and then like uh you know hearing my students progress like it's like okay we're doing a cool thing here we're building we're building a community for music here and like that was another big why for me because um you know when i came in uh it was by no means a a poor program that i i walked into but it was one where membership had you know dwindled a little bit and um uh you know, they weren't taking like that big spring middle school trip. And, you know, there were just like a couple pieces that I was like, oh, that we could really have something cool here. And, you know, after a few years building that up and making that like a really whole, what I felt like was a whole program at the middle school, like that was pretty, that was a big motivator after my first couple of years. That was a big why for me. Like, wow, this, um, this whole community is getting something out of like my program you know um, yeah it gives yeah. you a sense of purpose mm-hmm. yeah that that totally. you what you're doing matters mm-hmm. yeah and um and that was that was pretty cool um so uh you know when you got when you got to your first job was uh you know was was your why more about the the kids more about or you know more like still with the same community vibe and musicianship vibe like how about how about you well, when I got my first job, it was at a program that had had a few, there had been some turn, turnover in uh, over a few years. And it was a small district uh, here in northern New Jersey. And they were really looking for somebody who would be there uh, to sort of like, you know, add some stability to the program. And it was a program that I think had a lot of potential. And so I was very excited when I got hired there about creating something for the kids that were there and creating something for the town um, looking toward the future. And, you know, it makes like we were talking about it, it, it gives you a sense of that purpose, like what you're doing is going to go on, mm-hmm. um, even if you're not there. Right. And I think that was something that was important to me at the time. And I think it still is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only there for three years. I yeah. decided to move on. Um, you can check out episode two if you want to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it was it was a great program. And I really thought that, you know, along those lines of creating a dynasty. Now, now the program is never going to be huge mm-hmm. because it was just a small town. Um, but I really felt like it was some place where I could give my time and it would be appreciated and we could build something together. Mm. And I think we did. Uh, yeah. At the time, um, I will say that as I've gotten older, I've now been teaching. Uh, I started there 21 years ago. And so, you know, maybe it's a little less uh, up here, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and now my why is maybe a little more uh, grounded, mm-hmm. um, more more in the look, you know, music was a pl- I would love to say that I became a teacher because I loved igniting that spark in my students. And I loved being around children and, you know, inspiring children. And and I do, but I don't think that that's really my why. Um, I, I, I feel like for me, music was a place where I felt like I belonged Mm -hmm. and to create that place for students who maybe need that, I think was really, it, it still continues to be my motivating factor even now, yeah. uh, 21 years later, mm-hmm. um, you know, that there is, you know, there's a big sports culture 
in most schools in our area. And there's a big, uh, you know, that that's, that's where a lot of kids shine and, and, you know, there's a lot of time and effort and money put into sports and things like that, but that was never for me. Mm -hmm. And so showing kids like, Hey, you know, here's another opportunity for you that may be a little different, but it's still valuable and important and you matter, mm-hmm. I think is really important. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's sort of become a driving factor for me more now than maybe it was early on. What about you? You know how people always say like, uh, you know, if you're going to be a teacher, you have to like kids. Hmm. I'm like, do you? <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I do. I, you should I, be able to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably important. So listen, I think uh, I when I went into this, I had this mindset that that we're not asking enough of kids hmm. that they want to achieve more than what we're asking of them. And I like I really had that in my mind that like kids want to achieve like and be great. Like kids want to be great. Sure. And like, and that was, that was uh, really in my heart when I started teaching. And it's, if it, it definitely is now, cause can I, do I enjoy the company of 10 year olds? I don't know, <laughs> but I enjoy it when um, I feel like they're empowered, like to, to, to achieve like they're there. I feel like um, uh, when they find that little like spark, like that, uh, you know, intrinsic motivation of like I did well and that was great and I can do more great things you know like that's that that is that is definitely still my my why um I I um I think we ask a lot of kids now um when I started 15 years ago I I think the program I walked into maybe didn't ask a lot of the kids that were there and I think once they started like being surrounded by excellence, that's when that program really, you know, became what it, what it is, you know? Um, and now that I'm teaching in a district where like excellence just is kind of expected, it's like a different, it's a different feeling. It's like, okay, now, now what's my place? Like is, is I'm, am I, am I providing them another, uh, experience to access that, like, that excellent part of them? Am I giving them, um, you know, uh, a new way to look at, you know, artistry? Like it's been a, it's been a little different. It's been an adjustment for me with my why, because before it was like, I think uh, the kids in front of me need this opportunity and they, you know, they like, they need to be surrounded by excellence, but when they're already surrounded by so many excellent educators and so many excellent opportunities and so many things like that, it's like, okay, so, you know, why is, why is what we do special? And, uh, you know, and it's like, you can't just say to a 10 year old, well, because it is, (laughs) you know, um, and you just don't know yet. Um, but, uh, cause you gotta, you you have to like lead them there. A lot of them, they're going to be successful with or without music. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's really just one of those things. Um, so we have to figure out how our program fits into that. Mm-hmm. The nice thing is, is that even teaching where we do, mm-hmm. that there's such support mm-hmm. for what music brings people. Yeah. Um, regardless of whether those students are already on the on a great path mm-hmm. for their own lives. Yeah. You know, yeah. there is such great support and such great uh, community value mm-hmm. in the arts. Yeah. So you know, and and I guess lately, my why has been more to support the hang <laughs> mm. <laughs> to support uh you know to support my colleagues yeah. and to do you know ha- have our conversations out in the open like this you know sure. so that maybe it'll you know spark spark something from one of, for one of our our colleagues and and uh you know the other music teachers out there with us i'm really thankful to be in a department with you know and we've said this so many times with such great uh you know uh, other educators that like, yeah. you know, my, my why is supporting the new people in the department. I get to do that now. And that's yes. really motivating for, for me day to day. And, um, you know, my why is, uh, you know, trying to come up with the next like excellent thing to keep this place excellent, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. and, uh, and, and those things are, are, are really motivating for me. And, you know, our, uh, you know, PDP personal, 
uh, development plan that we have to do every year. Mm -hmm. Like I looked at it this year and I'm like, wow, a lot of this isn't about me. A lot of this is about what I can do for the people around me. And I guess with my first year with tenure in the district, like, yeah, that's a good thing to have in my personal development plan. Like, how can I um, make a bigger difference in, you know, our school community? And, and um, I felt like that was like, that was a little moment I had for myself at the beginning of the year, like, huh, okay, I get to look at this year a little differently. And I'm happy about that, you know. So Jen, you want to jump into some of these thoughts that our colleagues have left with us? I think we should. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So a couple weeks ago, uh, actually back in March, I had posted a note in our, uh, in the Facebook group, the private group that if you're not a band director, I'm sorry, you don't get to see the group. Um, but, uh, but I posted a question, uh, on this topic and I said on an upcoming episode of our podcast, we'll be having a pretty frank discussion on why we teach music and we'd love to feature your why. Um, and we asked our colleagues to be a hundred percent honest and not just the interview perfect answers, uh, mm-hmm. but the real reasons as to why they do it, um, now or, you know, or originally got into it. And, um, we're not going to say names or anything like that because, you know, this is personal, but, uh, but they did, you know, agree to have their answers uh, featured on the podcast. So uh, you want to, you want to do the first one here, Jen? Someone said, I do this in a small rural, rural school um, because they deserve quality music education too. And I was blessed enough to have a teacher that, let me start working with younger kids as a TA in high school and seeing those kids succeed was an incredible feeling. Um, that's pretty cool. You know, I love that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Getting that spark ignited early. Mm -hmm. And that's something to think about for our own students is, um, you know, are we allowing them to have the experiences that might spark in them an Mm -hmm. interest to go into music ed? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, another one that somebody left here was pretty short and succinct. And they said, because some kids need band more than the band needs them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want a yeah. t-shirt for like, for <laughs> I, I, or I want a keychain or something I could put on my lanyard that I could just look at every once in a while and be like, okay, some yes. kids need me more than I guess yes. <laughs> need the band. Yeah. I should, I should have that on the back of my school ID just so I can look at it every once yeah. in a while. You know, you know, sometimes um, I'll talk with uh, Mike, our high school director and Jim, our uh, marching band director at the high school. And I'll, you know, I'll say like, okay, the, you know, we'll talk about the kids that signed up next year. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah. say, okay, well, hey, you know, this is this is a great trumpet player. He's gonna make, you know, he's gonna make the trumpet section sound amazing. And you know, and and this girl is an amazing uh, tuba player. You know, she's gonna just fill out the section. And mm-hmm. there are other kids where we're like, you know what? I'm really glad they signed up for band because I think this is going to be really good for them. Another comment from from uh, one of our posters: My why is due to the people you work with. We've had that part of the conversation tonight. Um, They were the only ones who saw my potential in a sea of teachers who only focused on the top 10%. Growing up in, well, you know where, uh, it (laughs) was easy (laughs) to fall between the cracks since I wasn't an AP honor student. Band was a place where I really felt I belonged somewhere, and my teachers saw that and did what they could to help me uh, help water that in me. I literally graduated high school with a 2.8 GPA but got accepted into music school because of band. Somewhere somebody wanted me to be part of their program because of my musical ability, and here I am. Nearly 19 years since high school graduation, I'll be graduating with my master's plus 15 in social justice education. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And Mm -hmm. I I totally um, feel, um, you know, at at one with this teacher because I, too, graduated um, from a a very, uh, you know, a very type A very high performing district in Livingston, the one where we teach now. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, music was really a place where I felt like I belonged to. So I, I totally get it. And, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's another one here. Uh, it said, I've always loved band and couldn't imagine doing anything else, <laughs> but mm-hmm. COVID and it's forced separations really brought home for me. My big reason, simply put, we get people together and make magic. Nothing we could do. Uh, nothing we do could be done individually, and it takes years of cultivation of talents and personalities to pull it off. We're planners, forecasters of potential, and eternal optimists. I love that eternal optimists. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah. You know, we we have to believe <laughs> that our kids are going to do well, even if maybe they don't. 
that's right. <laughs> we build community, teach people to trust each other and create joy while there are struggles at seemingly every turn. The payoff is so worth it. And there is nothing else like what we do. Wow. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to like just, um, you know, I want to chat with this person every day, especially on the days where I feel like, oh, I got to go in today. Yeah. <laughs> I need to contact this, just need to message this person and be like, right. give me some, give me some good, you know, some good motivation. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. We gotta, we gotta keep this person on, on our list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this why is because I saw my high school band director loving his job every day. It inspired Mm. me to pursue a career where I could love what I do every day too. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I would love to, in my mind, be that person. And, and I think that's something to live into, but I don't love my job every day. I, I enjoy my job most days. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely days where I'm like, wow, that was a, an amazing day. I'm yeah. so lucky. But there are some days where I'm just like, wow, this day was really tough. Yeah. And yeah. I hope I don't really let that on to my students. I hope so too. But at the same time, I I mean, I, I don't think you have to love your job every day to be an effective teacher. I don't know. What do you think, Jen? I I I think if you tried to be that person that has to love their job every day, you'd get burnout really fast. Mm. Um uh and because that's not like uh, yeah, there's there's just too much. There's just too much going on around you to just to like to love it all, all the yeah. time, you know? Yeah. So I think you got to be real with yourself and, and say, you know what, we'll try again tomorrow. So yes. <laughs> some of the sometimes, yes. or so. sometimes you just got to fake it. Yeah. Yep. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So another person okay. wrote the music department was one. Oh, this is, this is my kindred spirit here. The music okay. department was one of the only places I truly felt like I belonged. My music teachers created a safe space within their classroom before safe spaces were even a thing. Plus I just loved playing music. I went to college as a political science major. Okay. Okay. That that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, ready to change the world, but sitting in my boring classes, I just wanted to get to the band room as soon as I could having a job where I never have to leave the band room. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> that's fun yeah you get to be around people you get to be around your your people right yeah 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 i like that answer a lot um yeah okay so this contributor says when i was in high school i was a member of a youth symphony we toured around our state and the country as well as internationally the directors made it a point uh, for every tour to include a visit to uh, a less fortunate school or other such place. I saw firsthand how easily music was able to overcome barriers and to connect people and kids specifically from widely different backgrounds, uh, monetary, societal, cultural, and otherwise. One such tour always sticks to me, uh, sticks out to me was a visit to a school for the deaf and the blind. During Mm. our performance, we had a tradition of inviting audience members to come on stage and sit amongst the orchestra as we played one of our pieces. I witnessed a young girl who happened to be both deaf and blind hear music for the first time when her teacher brought her up and placed her hands on the cello in front of me as we played. Watching her face light up as she heard music for seemingly the first time in her life is an image I will never forget. Um, I made, I made it my mission right then and there to bring joy and connection to music to as many students as I could and to afford opportunities like that to as many of my kids as I possibly could. This is also the reason I have a passion for teaching in rural, rural areas to show these kids that there's more to life than their small towns and to show them what opportunities music can open up in their lives. Wow. I'm not crying. You're crying. I know. Wow. What an amazing, (laughs) that's that's an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great story. Um, indeed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got nothing to add to that. I got nothing. I mean, (laughs) me me either. That's pretty special, you know, to, to get to, to see that firsthand as you're, you know, deciding what you're going to do with your life. That's, that's Mm -hmm. pretty incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I guess the only thing that I would have to add is sometimes we don't know what those, those sparks are. Mm-hmm. Um, with our with our students, yeah, you know, it can be something that you're not even aware happened, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know that sparked something in somebody that you know that that was that changed their whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing, totally. 
Well, the last one that we have here is uh, my whys have changed over the past 23 years, but my most recent whys would be the look on my sixth grade student when she nailed her trumpet part on the jazz band tour after many hours of personal practice. She got why she did it, and I enjoyed guiding her along the way. Yeah. That's cool. That Those individual moments are so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. They keep going. As a teacher, you right. know, when you see that experience and that excitement, I, yeah. uh, that that keeps me going. I don't know about you. It does for me too. I mean, they come they come around, you know, every once in a while, and you're like, oh, that's the one. That's the yep. moment. Yeah. Every year, I look forward to uh, the just like the first notes like my band plays together, like and that like the the just the very first notes that they they get to put together i mean that i look forward to that moment every year yeah so yeah jen we're pretty darn lucky we get to do cool things mm-hmm. yeah any final uh final thoughts here on the uh on the wise episode <laughs> the wise uh, episode the, uh, the wise episode i like that <laughs> <laughs> um wise is wise um mm-hmm. uh not really i mean you know not to be ignored um, the stability of education that yeah. like, uh, you know, I, I, uh, despite like, you know, sweeping changes here and there and education and people's perspectives on it and, um, you know, the climate of this and that, um, I do feel like education, um, uh, in this country is going to, you know, going to continue to, to thrive. And there mm. are enough, um, you know, uh, enough educated people to hold down, um, to hold down the, the anchor (laughs) here, you know, and, um, and I appreciate being in a field, um, with mostly filled with people that have the hearts, um, of wanting to, um, just have a better society and, and, um, well-rounded, you know, uh, members of that, that society. And I think, I think we're in a great field and I think, um, and I really appreciate this stability, like I said, the stability of that and, um, uh, the importance of that to, to, you know, what, how we live our lives. So, um, yeah. I love it. It's rare to find a profession in music that has the kind of, you know, stability and, um, you know, uh, salary, um, that while at the same time making a difference in people's lives, I mean, we're pretty darn, pretty darn lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Well, Jen, if our listeners really enjoyed this today, they should definitely go on over and subscribe on their favorite podcast apps. Definitely. Leave us a good review, maybe good. some five stars if you really liked it. That would be really great. Um, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, chime in, tell us your why if we did if we didn't hit it uh, on on our podcast this this month. Um, yeah, please share because uh, you know we want to know what makes you tick and you know what what keeps you keeps you in the profession. Yeah, um, it's inspiring to us hearing other people's whys, especially if maybe there are things we hadn't thought about. Yep. So let us know. Mm-hmm. Tell other people about us. If you enjoyed our podcast, there's a whole bunch. I think this is episode, what, 20? And uh, wow. so, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other ones that they can listen to, too, if they're, uh, you know, if they're so inclined. Yep. And if they really enjoyed it, they should definitely consider becoming a monthly supporter. The link is in the show notes. It's in the show notes. So Indeed. Yep. All right. Well, let's keep uh, let's keep making some great music out there and uh, let's keep fulfilling those those whys. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Eric. <laughs>